welcome to the seventh episode of the Lakers Nation PH podcast. We're taping this on Friday, 9 p.m. PH time. I'm Bert, joined as always by JTI Company's inspiring awardee, Andrea, who's in Bangkok, and Kenan from Iloilo. And today we have a special guest on tonight's pod. Um, he's a former managing editor of Slam PH, former senior ma- marketing manager of Titan. You may have heard of this. And now the brand manager of Commonwealth Philippines, um, lifelong Lakers fan, Mr. Miguel Rocha. Hi, Migs. Hi, guys. Hi, Bert. Andrea Kenan. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we have lots to talk about. Um, basically, let's start with the Lakers' undefeated preseason. We are so flexing our ma- muscles so far in the preseason. Um, we are we are currently three and zero and on track to be preseason champions. One of our probably our MVP. Uh, I saw this tweet earlier, the saying asking if Tail and Horton Tucker was um, eligible for Rookie of the Year, yeah. and <laughs> I think um, Lakers reporter replied. No, but he's eligible for MVP. Uh, so that's how hype um, the Lakers fans are right now. So let's start with you, Mix. Taylor Horton Tucker has been amazing um, this preseason. Uh, what are your thoughts on the kid? I think he's the real deal because uh, usually when you see these draft picks in preseason, um, their, their games don't translate to the regular season, eventually to the playoffs. And He's a, he's a stud. Even LeBron said that. And I would see some highlights of his in high school in Simeon High. And he was doing the things he's doing in the preseason back then. Like the reverse layup a la L.A. Tenorio. He, was, he did it over Zubak and everyone. Like as if there's no defender. So I'm really excited. Yeah, he's uh, that uh, bump then reverse layup has been um, yeah. one of his more go-to moves. So he's averaging 23.3 points per game, 8 rebounds on 53% shooting and 45% from 3-point range. So very efficient. Very. <laughs> so Andrea, um, I think we talked about this um, in the last week's um, pod. So do you think um, Horton Tucker will get uh, rotation minutes Considering the fact that he's been an, our the preseason MVP, the preseason MVP, very confident. Uh, actually, what I really noticed with when watching him, he's super confident. I don't know if it was because of the championship swag or the championship experience, but he's super confident. Last week we were saying that maybe he wouldn't see real minutes unless we're load managing someone, uh, but I think actually he can he can be part of the rotation already with the way that he's playing right now in preseason uh he's very exciting to watch and he's very i really think that his confidence stands out especially when he's the one uh doing the playmaking when he's the one dictating the tempo of the game he's he's very very confident i think that also comes with being a clutch client <laughs> um, with yeah. LeBron James and Anthony Davis um, empowering you, you will have all the confidence in the world. So, Kenan, how old is Taylor Horton Tucker? <laughs> according, um, according to Kawhi, he was, I think, the Kawhi Leonard asking yeah, West Matthews. West Matthews, yeah. <laughs> so, does he look like a 20 year old to you? 
he looks like a grown ass man, so that's all that matters. <laughs> so, do you think he will get, uh, or are you changing your stance that he will be getting regular playing time in uh, this coming season? <laughs> I, I watched all three of the Lakers preseason games, and if you recall, I said um, he's not getting any minutes simply because the roster is too deep. Mm. Now, now I think I think I'm gonna have I'm I'm doubting what I said now because of uh, what I've seen so far. Again, um, obligatory. This is just the preseason. Yeah. But I really think he deserves the minutes, uh, and I I don't envy Frank Vogel's task of finding minutes for all these guys. I, I sure hope uh, Frank finds way finds a way to play him though. Yeah. Uh, like we said in the previous pod, um, I think this is a good problem to have uh, mm-hmm. instead of having lack of depth, depth on the, the roster. Uh, so, another standout so far in this preseason has been Kyle Kuzma, the much maligned um, Lakers um, subject of several petitions last year not to get a ring and whatever. Um, for stupid Lakers fans. Uh, Mix, you're a huge fan of Kuz. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Kuzma fan. Especially since um, I have a like I have a short story. I oh, asked no. my friend who who went to the Staples Center. I think his rookie year, uh, rookie year mm-hmm. Kuz. Yeah. So I told my friend to buy me a LeBron jersey. Or I think yeah, second year Kuz. And he said, okay, don't worry, I'll get it for you. He he arrives here after a week, and as soon as I opened the package, it was a number zero, not a number twenty-three. <laughs> so he didn't tell me that he. He bought me a Kuz jersey, and of course, like I was like, okay, then it's it's here, and I like I like his game. Might as well rock it a lot. So it it event my fan my fandom eventually grew, and yeah, like I think he's very misunderstood, and you can see that the the other teammates want him to be a better player, and yeah, that you can see um his being flexible in the. In the lineup, when Vogel started him at the shooting guard position last game, he scored 23. So, I think with the improvement on his defense, he can definitely find like that finally fulfilled third man role. So, you think that's the ceiling for Kuz this season? Um, he's going to be the so quote unquote third guy. I think it's yeah, finally yeah. I think it's a good opportunity for him this season because. Yeah, this is the time that LeBron and AD can just uh, chill during the regular season, and you can have Kuz and eventually THT get the minutes, and other guys like uh, uh, acclimated to the system. Then once the playoffs start, it's all gonna be LeBron and AD again. So hopefully, I think he's shooting forty something, forty percent from three point land so far. Forty five. Yeah. Last game, we actually shot. 53% last game. So, and then I think the, and during the Clippers game as well, at something around 50%. So, it's actually quite good. It's a tough position for him, really, because you can see, I'm sure he sees his peers like, uh, like B.I. and Donovan Tatum. and Tatum get all max, max contracts mm-hmm. and then here he is like still waiting for his extension so yeah it he's really definitely motivated so we'll see how this season works for him so um i found this stat from vick um 
part of Lakers Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kuz um, on shot attempts with one dribble or less. Um, he went six mm. out of eleven on these types of mm. postseason uh, possessions. Eight out of mm-hmm. twelve in the second preseason game and five out of nine in the first preseason game. So maybe um, a little a little less dribbling and more spot up catch and shoot uh, floaters and series for Kuz. Um, so Andrea, mm-hmm. um, think Kuz is back, quote unquote. Um, he did average what eighteen points in his um, rookie year. You think he can improve, uh, shoot, or get his swag back on offense? Because on defense, diba, he's really much improved. I I hope I really hope, especially the last two games, he's he's averaging above twenty points. And I just checked in three points, yeah, uh, fifty-three. I sorry, fifty percent three points last game, and then the previous game against the Clippers, it's fifty-seven percent. So I hope this really encourages encourages him to take more shots and to be just confident with his game. Uh, I appreciate really cause because he's trying. You can see that his defense has mm-hmm. improved, yeah. and whatever they ask him to play, he really he really just embraces the role. So I'm really really hoping that he is quote unquote back this season and i actually really am hoping for him to be to, to really show some uh improvements because again this is a good year for him to show uh for him to get the big contract that he probably i mean most likely he wants so kenan um you think Kuz will get an extension before the season rob pilinka wait until the season ends to discuss this uh extension um yeah i think uh, it's gonna Kuz is gonna have to wait until the end of the season for his extension I feel like because the Lakers um, they're probably gonna explore every uh, option they have and if they extend Kuz in the middle of the season which I, I think when is, is his deadline it's next week right oh there's a deadline sorry <laughs> yeah uh, it's tw- oh. 22nd something okay yeah, yeah. so I, I don't think if it, if if he extends now, I don't think it's gonna be a palatable trade bait, if ever. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna diminish the Lakers' uh, options moving forward. I wait, feel like. Wait, I thought he was your boy. Why are we talking about yeah, reading him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's my boy wherever he goes. But I, 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 he's not exempt from the business. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Kuz. I'm just being real. So I think I think I'm with you guys. Uh, I want Kuz to succeed. I hope he won't be he won't get traded because um, yeah, I think I he will, so too. He will be a real asset. Uh, it was a little bit mind-boggling to me why he couldn't um, excel last year, especially last year when all the attention on LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, he should have like wide. He missed wide open threes. Could mm. and yung float yung his floater cutting um, off double teams nawala eh so um, hopefully he gets his swag back and like yeah. what the tweet said um, less is more with Kuz um, little less dribbling more spot up of course improved defense um, we can see that um, he has really improved and has been more consistent on that end of the floor so hopefully he can get this extension and like I said uh, in the previous pod I think the ceiling for him like well also Mix mentioned that he's going to be 
to be this third guy and I think he can start um in a depending on the matchup in the playoffs just like when um coach Vogel inserted Marcus Morris to the starting lineup against the Rockets I think Kuz will be the one who will be inserted in certain types of matchups in the future so hopefully he continues his um improvement uh and hoping he can stay a leaguer uh, for a little longer <laughs> and he won't get traded so next up we've talked about the standouts of the preseason uh, i don't think we have to talk about costas and tento <laughs> um, so, some some folks are just harsh that the lakers since Giannis signed that max deal with the box that the lakers will just cut um costas anyway um Let's move on to Dennis Schroeder. I think he has been struggling the past two games. Uh, he played. Uh, so, Migs, uh think Schroeder has not cracked double digits yet. Um, scoring. Um, he said previously that he wants to start. Looks like he's well, not a good fit with the starters. So, what are your thoughts on Schroeder? Hmm. I think for Schroeder... Um what I've seen with him is it takes him a little while to get adjusted to a new setting. So, like with even with the Hawks, um, he was always the backup to Jeff Teague, and I think mm-hmm. he knew he was he was a better he was a better scorer and facilitator. Mm-hmm. And then when eventually he he got the starting nod and Teague was traded, that's when you saw him blossom. And then even last year with OKC, I think. Um, not a lot of people thought that he would succeed with Chris Paul and yeah. Shea with a three-guard mm-hmm. lineup, right? Like, mm-hmm. So, I think, yeah, we just need to give him a little time to adjust. And he knows, like, he has so many weapons on the floor with him. And I think LeBron and AD will be, like, guiding him the whole year. Yeah, great point. Um, he also played with Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Uh, yeah. Before Chris Polish and SGA, so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, great point that he needs to adjust um, to playing with superstars. So also, again, like Kenan said, it's a preseason. So, um, yeah. Andrea, do you agree that we shouldn't be worried with um, shoulders early struggles? Yes, uh, I totally agree. Uh, and I always maintain that it's the. Pre- I know that when some something good happens we declare that the preseason is <laughs> will dictate the whole season that PhD will be will be the MVP or the most improved player but when something bad happens we're like oh it's the preseason but I truly believe that these guys need some adjustment because this the the Lakers play in a very in a system uh, mm-hmm. and plus which uh, LeBron and AD has been playing uh, played the last games already so they have to learn especially shoulder and even Trez Montrez uh they have to learn to play within the system with these two superstars which I think not everyone uh gets accustomed right away. So I still think it's it's just the preseason and they will adjust soon enough. Which is very similar to what happened last season. Uh, I always mention this that we we just forget it because at the end of the season the chemistry is really good already especially during playoffs and and in the bubble but if you remember when we started last season it was the same it was the same situation wherein all the other players danny green uh were just 
also feeling the game with Java, uh, sorry, with Dwight Howard back last year. It wasn't really a set system yet. So hopefully, as we go along the season, I know it's a shortened one. The chemistry will will show, and then things will be okay. So I'm hopeful about that. Okay. So how about you, Kenan? You think Schroeder's feeling the pressure of losing his job to Talon Horton Tucker, the goat? Which <laughs> <laughs> he should. No, um, I, I'm not worried about about Schroeder's situation. It's the preseason. People put uh, too much. I mean, the preseason matters, obviously, but we shouldn't put too much focus on it. I'll, I would probably start worrying if he continues this this trend. Um, I don't know, ten games into the regular season. Until then, uh, I can sleep well at night. About Schroeder, um, great great point made by Migs that um, he adjusts. Uh, still needs to adjust to our system, but. It's amazing that our squad is so deep that even if um, Schroeder struggles, there are a lot, lots of, we have lots of players who can pick up the slack, right? I this start, is what happened with KCP yeah. last year, right? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. There are lots of, uh, who can easily step in, step in. Like, in the Suns game, I think we were down by how many? I think we were outscored by 20-something points in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And then... Taylor Horton Tucker and uh, came in the fourth, and then we rallied and won that game um, with him being the primary ball handler, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so shades of the Jordan Farmer days uh, <laughs> when Jordan Farmer and Sasha Vujicic would just lead the Lakers back. Um, Those were my favorite bench players. <laughs> going moving forward, um, do you think he will? Uh, you guys think that? Schroeder should start or come off the bench? Let's start with you, Mix. Uh, I think he can start. So the more minutes he has with the superstars, like, the faster hopefully he gets adjusted to them. And then, let's say mid-season, he's, you can see him struggling. I think you can go back to the old reliable like KCP and probably Wesley Matthews at the backcourt or even Kuz at the two. And then Schroeder can go for that sixth man of the year again. So, about you, Andrea? THC time? But, uh, no, 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 not THC time. Not yet, not yet. I think, I think he's there for the future. I think it's it's good that he's performing well. But I still think that uh, it's going to be Schroeder who will be starting this season. And definitely not THC. Okay. About you, Kenan? Yeah, I think um, Coach Vogel should uh, experiment at... Uh, you know, during the first part of the season, experiment what lineups work for him. Um, but personally, I'd like Schroeder to be the sixth man it, once he acclimates to the lineup, just like uh, what the other guys said. Let's move to. Uh, I, I saw this funny comment on Facebook um, saying the Lakers are going to miss Javel McGee because basically he said Javel is better than Mark Gasol because. Mark Gasol missed <laughs> because Mark Gasol missed a wide open layup and was um, slow according to him. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm going to jump to this topic. Um, I uh, last night I before sleeping I usually browse the Twitter and then go to the Athletic. Um, shout out to my friend who lent me his uh, account <laughs> and then I saw this article from. 
John Hollinger. Background, uh, we I have this history with John Hollinger. Back in his ESPN days, I have always thought of him as a Laker hater. So, so I think I haven't read um, his articles lately, but he said, oh, Lakers preview. Maybe he has changed. So I was reading his article and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so basically he said, well, to cut the, no, so you guys can react. Um, he said the Lakers will finish fourth in the Western Conference uh, with a record of 44 wins, 28 losses. Clickbait. Um, Mix, uh, what are your thoughts on him saying that the Lakers will finish fourth in the Western Conference? <laughs> uh, Hollinger, I think, is one of those media guys who LeBron was really targeting when he said that speech about wanting his damn respect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, all of these years, yeah. Like you said, Bert, uh, he, he always has these slight or indirect hits on the Lakers, right, ever since. It's him, Rob Parker, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I guess their their management or their bosses just really tell them, oh, we need we need the clicks, we need the, the yeah. views, right? So just say or uh, write something controversial and we'll see how, what happens. Let me just read a portion of some of his dumb and contradictory um, statements. Uh, he said um, that LeBron basically is 36 years old when the postseason begins. Normally, you would probably laugh away any concerns even if he drops off in the regular season because he's been able to dial it back up in the playoffs. Davis' presence also provides a margin of error, a second start to take on the scoring and shot-creating load on nights James, James doesn't have it. Then, the next paragraph, he said, All that is true, but so is the fact that the Lakers' margin of error isn't large. So, ano ba talaga? With the two stars, but the yawning golf to the next golf to the next best player, the Lakers require the most elite version of James to have a chance of defending their title. If Father Time knocks him down to merely a second or third team LLMA player, the Lakers' odds of repeating go kaput. So, Andrea, what are your thoughts on his contradictory um, statements? But, I mean, if if this were even slightly true, you know we would be concerned, but we're laughing about it now because this is this is just crazy. This is just someone creating clicks. I don't know what it is, but this is just so untrue. Because, for example, he mentioned that we need the most elite, elite version of LeBron James. And I really think LeBron James is the epitome of elite right now. He's the greatest player, uh, the greatest basketball player right now. So I don't even know why what how else could he be better so i don't know maybe he's just making uh he's just taking words out of making words out of nothing so whatever it is i this is just pure comedy for me as a lebron uh, as a lakers fan because i know it's not true you, we all know that the team to beat is the defending champions and we all know that in reality, for me, at, at least for me, because I'm a Lakers fan, but I guess all objective NBA fans would say this. The Lakers are really very far from all the other teams. They're, I don't know if this is a hot take, Bert, but they're really a shoulder, a head and shoulders above 
the other team. So I don't even know why, how Hollinger could write things like this. But he's always been, as you mentioned, and Meg's mentioned, he's always been known to make uh, articles like this. Yeah, um, especially when his former employer, um, ESPN, I think 86%. I don't know ESPN experts or whoever um, predicted the Lakers will repeat as NBA champions. So. Maybe this is a slight uh, against him. Um, Kenan, I tweeted this last night. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, trended a little on Twitter uh, because I tagged Laker Film Room um, yeah. in the tweet. Uh, so this was my this was the last part of the article. The Clippers are doing the same thing with Kawhi Leonard. This is load management. But the Lakers cross arena arrivals have a much deeper team. Okay. What? <laughs> So, Shoulder and Harold can help keep the offensive candle burning while LeBron is out. So, something that didn't happen a year ago. But swapping green for those two is likely to take this team down a notch defensively. Uh, really? Um, so, meanwhile, the death pieces are just aren't that good. LA went all in on old with Gasol, Matthews, Morris, and Dudley this offseason. How old is How old is Marquise Morris? Um, so, uh, okay, so there isn't a lot of upside unless 2019 second rounder Telen Horton Tucker emerges. So I think um, I think mix uh, this from uh, I think mix you agree that he emphasized the 2019 second rounder part. Um, Tel- Telen Horton Tucker, right? <laughs> As if um, insinuating that this guy is a second rounder, so I wouldn't keep my hopes up sending that message out. <laughs> Fortunately, LA is a top destination for any player on the buyout market. Wow, he's already looking forward to the buyout market. <laughs> he really thinks our team is um, not loaded or just weak. Uh, which is another reason to be more optimistic about this team's playoffs chan- playoff chances. Wow. So we, we, we will be dependent pa daw sa ano, buyout market. Overall, the Lakers still have two All-NBA talents and the personnel to shut down opponents when it matters in the postseason. In the brutal West, I just don't know about the regular season part. Okay, Kenan, you can rant or say something. Oh. <laughs> say something did, bad. Did he forget about like he casually just mentioned Anthony Davis? There's no in-depth analysis of Anthony Davis. Nah. Did he forget that his peers at ESPN ranked well, him second f- best? Former peers, former peers. <laughs> oh, former peers. <laughs> he got he, he got fired there and he got fired yeah, yeah, in his manage, management job in, in <laughs> Memphis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, um, we have Anthony Davis. Even if LeBron ghosts, uh, we still have the second best player. What's he talking about? I really don't get these players or uh, these writers are supposed to be paid to write. You know, um, analytic uh, something more that, more on an analytical approach, right? Because yeah, all yes. these takes should be on I mean, first take or something, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I mean there there are bloggers who are more closer to to the fans and there are like the actual analysts and yeah. and these analysts come up with with this quote analysis it's so weird we just just blatantly forgetting anthony davis also he i don't think if it's on purpose but he didn't even mention um kcp and yeah um alex caruso 
Yeah. So so um, and, and I, calling the calling the Clippers deeper deeper than the Lakers when they lost the who, six man. <laughs> who makes the Clippers deep? Nicholas Batum. <laughs> and they starter Nicholas Batum. Um, he has started the past three games of the Clippers. Uh, apparently, they think he's still good. When yeah, they call Mark Wash. Yeah, they insist exactly. on when Batum's. Uh, you know, he, he's so good. Weird. Uh, Mark Gasol started um, for a playoff team last season. Um, Nicholas Batum was waived by the Charlotte Hornets. So people might forget about that. So here I'm reminding you guys, <laughs> Nick Batum is washed. So <laughs> speaking of the Clippers, uh, makes we have this ha- ha- habit on this podcast of this taking shots. <laughs> taking yeah. shots on the Clippers. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I sure, enjoy doing that. I, also. I'm sure you um, share our passion, um, our hate <laughs> on the Clippers. Um, so. There is this ongoing NBA investigation on the <laughs> alleged Kawhi scandal that was, um, I think it was TMZ who um, yeah, broke yeah. this news. Who um, broke this news, yeah. Um, all places, TMZ. Uh, apparently, this guy named, who's that guy? Uh, well, a close friend of Kawhi, allegedly, um, was promised by uh, $2.5 million by Jerry West to recruit Kawhi, to help um, West recruit Kawhi to the Clippers. So, so Migs, uh, what do you think? Well, we won't, we don't know if this is true or not, but the NBA is investigating. So there's got to be something, right? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious about this because I think I've always seen Jerry West as a clean orchestrator, right, with the Lakers, yeah. Warriors. So I think he's always gotten his players and his yeah his coaching staff and management like because he's the logo right and he has the reputation of being a good front office guy but yeah like even without bias it was kind of I was kind of skeptical on how Kawhi eventually landed with the Clippers because he probably talked to Steve Ballmer face to face and said. This is what I want, and you have to get my my friends what they want also, or I'm not coming. You have to get Paul George, or I'm not coming. So I'm sure there was there were deals that aren't on the books for sure. So there there was this also in one of the articles. Genie Bus apparently declined those requests, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Saying that. It was those requests were illegal. So, Andrea, how? So, Andrea, how proud are you of our owner for declining yeah, those? I'm, so, <laughs> I'm I'm very proud of Jeannie Boss. Uh, I mean, regardless, without even knowing uh, if she declined those or not, uh, you really see the leadership. And I'm glad. I'm really, really glad she's the one leading the team right now. You even see it, and I think even LeBron mentioned this. I don't know if it was LeBron or or Anthony Davis or AD during one of their interviews this offseason. They really mentioned that when they won the championship, it was Jeannie Buss who, who set up when, when she was given the opportunity to speak. She set it up so that the players and the, the coaches will really get the credit. Because usually it's the owner who who takes credit for building the, the team, for, for really setting it up for everything, even if they did really do anything they just happen to be rich and owning the team so 
even LeBron James or Anthony Davis, they they really give credit to Jeannie Buss. So I'm I'm happy she's the one who was in charge. And I I truly believe that that she refused to to give in to this offers. Having said that, though, I feel like the whole uh, this friend suing Jerry West because I read the article uh, about it. Well, it wasn't an article. Uh, this news clip that it was TMZ who broke it. It does feel, even if I'm a Laker fan, it does feel a little bit tabloidish. So I'm not really sure if there is truth mm-hmm. to it as well. Because when when I read it, there's this random friend who's claiming that Jerry West promised him. 2.5 million. Well, anyone can claim that, and it does feel a little bit tabloid-ish. That's that's my gut feel about that, and also having known the history of uh, Jerry West. But whatever, whatever, if that's true or not, I'm I'm just happy that Jeannie Buss, and she's the only female uh, president of uh, and owner in the NBA. So I'm I'm super super happy about that, except for. Aside from the Portland Trailblazers owners, but they sold the team already. So it's only Jeannie Boss who's the female owner. So I'm super proud of that. <laughs> okay, so Kenan, apparently the Clippers might, well, if found guilty, the Clippers might get fined $10 million. They might lose picks. Whoa. But the funny thing is, the, the Clippers basically don't have any picks anyway. <laughs> the, yeah. All their picks are with the uh, Thunder. Um, also, if you find Steve Ballmer ten million dollars, is like finding us what a hundred pesos. Pocket change. Pocket change. Do you really believe it, Bert? Do you really think it happened? It it sounds too. I don't know. Too, uh, like I said, it sounds too untrue to happen. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, yeah, well, Jerry West would promise someone just to get Kawhi. Um, I mean, why would you pay this random guy two point five million dollars? Why not pay Uncle Dennis that yeah, <laughs> um, exactly, promise? Exactly. It's it like, um, like I have a random friend who was tell me that uh, if you convince me, if you pay me two point five million dollars, you can pay pay words back. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Like, I mean, it's like that, right? It's yeah, borderline outrageous. But the fact that the NBA is still investigating this is truly laughable because it's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. Um, uh, Kawhi, I think Kawhi and um, Balmer are trying to um, lessen the damage of this quote-unquote scandal because um, Kawhi appeared on Jimmy Kimmel the other day <laughs> uh, right it, if you want well I, I couldn't watch the video because well I hate Kawhi too <laughs> uh, it's, but it's funny because since Yanis already signed the uh, max extension um, the news uh, the what do you call this the laughing stock of the NBA right now is the flippers and well James Harden James Harden's weight. Truly nice to be a Lakers fan right now because um, all these teams yeah. are, are yeah, the yeah. so-called um, contenders to our or the challengers to our throne are apparently very, very uh, chaotic right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Let's hope that nothing ha- nothing like this ever happens to our team. Well, especially after it's already them. happened with Mitch and Jim Buss anyway, so it's their turn now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you you just reminded me that Luol Deng is still earning five million dollars from us. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Last year, finally, finally. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's move to our the since the season will start in what five days, four days. Um, December 23 here in the Philippines. Uh, let's go to our NBA season team previews. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't realize it's already in a few days. Come on, man. <laughs> Where the preseason <laughs> ends um, tomorrow or on Sunday. Quickly, um, mix, um who's your top eight in the West? Top eight in the West, of course, Lakers uh, number yeah. one. Okay. I would go Blazers number two, just Ooh. because of their exper- experience. Interesting. Uh, okay. Three, three. I would go Dallas. Mm. Four, Denver. Five, Pelicans. Whoa! Ooh. Whoa! Ooh. <laughs> nice. Six, six Clippers. Whoa. Okay. Seven, I... seven Phoenix, and eight gold, eight gold, Golden State. Okay, so from le- so you think. The Rockets um, won't make the playoffs, right? Yeah, I think their streak their streak ends this year, and you know it's bad when Kendrick Perkins thought he was on the court <laughs> when he saw when he saw James Harden. So you think um, yeah. you think James Harden stays a Rocket for um, this season? Uh, probably. I, I'm not sure when the trade deadline is, but probably uh, Houston is gonna try to get the best deal available. Yeah, but if not, he has to stick it out and just be professional about it. Okay, so your last year's playoffs, playoff teams, you're removing the Rockets, Memphis, and who's the OKC of course. Um, so about you, Andrea, who's your top eight in the West? Okay, number one, of course, Lakers. Number two, because I am a Jamal Murray fan, he's my guy. <laughs> so, number two is Denver Nuggets. Uh, number three, I put also Dallas Mavericks. Number, but I I put Clippers still a little bit higher at, at number four, and then mm-hmm. five is Portland. Although I still, it could be either either of them, four or five, Clippers and Portland, just because I think Portland did not really add any. I mean. I know they added. Who did they add? Capella, right? Clint Capella. No, it's Covington. No, no, I'm sorry, Covington. Yeah, Covington. You 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 got confused yeah. with Rocket Centers. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Covington, Covington was a center. <laughs> <laughs> was a playing center for the Rockets last season. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But but yeah. So okay. So the four or five, either Clippers or Portland, and then six. Uh, I'm putting Warriors because I feel like they will be back. I, it's just. I don't think it's possible that Steph Curry will be playing and they will not make the playoffs. Even though mm-hmm. we talked about it last episode that maybe Steph Curry will not be the same player yeah. as he was That spicy before. take. Yeah, but, but I still put them as number six. And then seven is Memphis because I'm a Jamorant fan. I like yeah. a lot of players outside of Lakers. But <laughs> is my, same. My, how, how dare you. If, this <laughs> is my hashtag future Laker by a hashtag future Laker. So I'll put him as number seven. And then Phoenix, I hope they finally make the playoffs with CP3 because Booker, he's a he's a Kobe Bryant uh, fan. He's like the the next. Uh, he he always follows Kobe Bryant. So I feel like they will make number eight with especially with CP3 as a veteran there. 
I think I think you guys are under are underestimating the Kardashian curse. Um, my I think my top eight is well, of course, the Lakers could suck it, Hollinger. Um, Lakers. Uh, number two, I, I think it's going to be the Nuggets because, well, they look impressive in preseason and also I think Jokic, uh, Murray and Jokic has an, have have another level to go to, yeah. um, especially with all the swag of coming back from multiple pre-one deficits. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think Michael Porter Jr. is really good offensively, so he might also make a leap, especially with Jeremy Grant um, siding with the Pistons. Um, mm-hmm. They have this, who's that <laughs> point guard that made that backspin pass earlier? He looked good. Uh, forgot his name. Um, also, Morris? I know, uh, forgot the name. Uh, so, number two, Denver. Number three, I think I still think it's going to be the Flippers, just because I want another Clippers Nuggets um, second round matchup where the Clippers will be eliminated again. Um, number four, Mavericks. Yeah, I think the Mavs can go as high as number two, but if Kristaps Porzingis is not healthy, he might slide even further down, right? I think Kate Porzingis is very important to the team. Um, yeah, it, Josh Richardson is inconsistent, so I, I'm not convinced by that signing. Um, so I think they need um, Porzingis. Number five, I also got Portland. Um, I think Covington is a really good signing for them. They they really missed that wing defender last season. Imagine it was old man Carmelo Anthony trying to guard LeBron James and Anthony Davis um, for most of the playoffs. So, um, number six, it's my number six. Damn it, I lost my list. Uh, number six, it's Phoenix. Also, the Chris Paul can conquer that, uh, that Kardashian curse. And <laughs> DeAndre Ayton's really good, right? I think he's, he's a solid NBA player and much, much improved on defense. Numbers um, seven. Um, I'll go with the Pelicans too because I want I want our young a young core to experience the playoffs. <laughs> love Brandon Ingram. Uh, love Josh Hart. Well, I love the Lonzo Ball and also I think Zion will be good for the NBA. I like the Stephen Adams signing for them too. Uh, trade. I mean, he got traded right. Um, number eight. Yeah, yeah, he is. Number eight. Uh. I think if Harden stays in Houston, um, they'll be they'll still be a playoff team. So I am going to put Houston in um, at the eighth spot because I also want to beat them again <laughs> and finally <laughs> finally bury the uh, James Harden Houston time uh, lay it to rest. So um, yeah, uh, obviously I have the Lakers number one and. Um, I would go, my number two would be uh, the Mavericks because, like I said last week, um, Luka Doncic would, is my third best player, you know, my hot take from last week. And I think he's going to um, lead the Mavs to that, you know, high, to that higher tier in the playoffs. Um, number three would, my number three would be the Nuggets. Fourth would be the Blazers. Number five would be the Clippers. Wow. Okay. Six 
I'd say the Utah Jazz. I forgot about the Jazz. My God. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I also forgot, and they're undefeated right now in preseason. I was making yeah. fun. So uh, sorry, um, Houston, you're out. Um, I think Utah is <laughs> number seven and Pelicans number eight. Okay. I also want uh, LeBron versus Zion and the, all the young guys playoffs first round. Okay. Well, go ahead, Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Utah Jazz is my number six. Number seven would be the Phoenix Suns, simply because of uh, Paul. Uh, sorry, I was about to say Paul George. <laughs> uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul and um, and Devin Booker and my number eight would uh, I, I'm torn between uh, Memphis which is my other I wouldn't say favorite team I'm gonna get cancelled on here but I like Memphis I, I'm torn between Memphis and uh, New Orleans okay but I'm going yeah I'm torn between them I, I guess since there's a play-in yeah yeah season, I was about right? to say that, that so we should have said so, 10 teams actually I'm putting it's interchangeable for me. Um, New Orleans and Port, and sorry, uh, Memphis eight and nine. And if we're gonna uh, mention our tenth seed, I'd say, oh, I, I missed the Warriors. Yeah, no one is listing Warriors except me. I think. <laughs> yeah, mix, mix also. I mix, mix okay. Yeah, eight seed. <laughs> They're gonna, uh, yeah. Those are my three play-in teams, uh, I guess. Uh, Memphis. Golden State and New Orleans. I think there will be four play playing teams, man. Um, seven will face ten, then eight will face nine in the playing tournament. Uh, so mix two more teams. Um, who are, the, who are your other two teams? Um, I think I also forgot Utah, so <laughs> I'll put Utah in there and probably Memphis. Okay, so. For me, I'll add, so since Houston was number 8, I'll, they'll be moved to number 9, then Memphis number 10. I have the Warrior, um, so okay, this is going to be my hot take um, before I, I go to you guys. For the teams in the West, I think the Warriors will miss the playoffs again. Oh. <laughs> if they, even play in tournament, they will not be able... I think the Sacramento Kings will be will have a better record than them. I just realized how deep the West is. Exactly, no. It's so tight. Warriors fans will kill me. Um, uh, how about you, Mix? What's your hot hot thing for? Guess they're their podcaster or something. Oh yeah. If you notice, know. I had I had Dallas at at three, and yeah. Clippers at six six. Okay. Oh. Ah. Yeah, first round <laughs> matchup, rematch. <laughs> yeah, my my hot take is the Mavs are gonna sweep the Clippers. In the first wow, round. Yes. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yes, those are the takes we love. All right. So how about you, Andrea? What's your hot take? This is not a team hot take though, but I really feel well, not feel, but hope because I like him. But I I feel like Jamarant will will be successful uh, on his sophomore year because usually the rookie of the years afterwards they they they, they fall somewhere they, they they just disappear but i think jamaran will take it to the next level this year so i saw him i saw his body now if he wow he's it, no i mean not like right. that, but <laughs> 
said it. I know the moment I said it. I know the moment I said it. It sounded weird, but no, it's not like that. But I feel like he's he's bulked up, so I'm I'm really hoping he takes it to another level uh, this year. So that's my hot take. I think that Jamarant is not just one a one season rookie player, but he would really take it to the next level to, this year. So you don't have any that audio clip as our teaser. <laughs> so you don't have any team hot takes? I mean, uh, my team hot take is with the East. With um, the East. Uh, okay, okay, later. Yeah. Okay, Ken, what's your West? Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be consistent with my Luca hot take. He's gonna, he's gonna go nuclear this year and uh, single-handedly carry the Mavericks to, you know, the second seed. Second seed, like I said earlier. Okay. Just being consistent with my Luca standing. I think m- me and Mig's um, hot nuclear takes are way better than yours. <laughs> the Warriors. <laughs> the, yeah, the, those, the, are, the, those are the, spicier. The Warriors missing the playoffs. Well, I think the Kings having a better record than the Warriors is even a bit blasphemous. <laughs> um, I, but we, I, I we, sure we, hope <laughs> Warriors Twitter doesn't find this clip. <laughs> uh, um, I'll, it will be my badge of honor to be on all takes exposed. <laughs> uh, let's go to the East. We will basically determine who will we who we will face in the finals. <laughs> Since it's a apparent, according to us, it's already a foregone conclusion that we will win the West. So, mix. Who's your top ten? We have to list ten teams now. Yeah. Oh, um, number one, I have the Sixers. Oh. Number two, number oh, two, Milwaukee. Uh, wait, Biggs. Okay. Um, about the Sixers, yeah. is that with Ben Simmons or James Harden? <laughs> or James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> so either I have a way, feeling you're, you're going to ask that. Yeah. So either way. Yeah, I, either way, it's okay. I, either way. Number one, okay, go. And then Milwaukee two, Boston three, Miami four. Brooklyn 5, Toronto 6, uh, Wizard 7, then Atlanta at 8. Mm. Then, who else am I missing out? Um, I'll throw in Charlotte because of Lamelo. Whoa! Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Big baller. For fun. Yeah, <laughs> for fun. And then, who else? Go, yeah, Indiana. Okay. So, how about you, Andrea? Uh, you're a Pacers. You're a Pacers fan, right? <laughs> yeah, they're my they're my first Wait, favorite. I'm a Reggie Miller fan. They're my first. Oh, so the okay. story is, my first favorite NBA team is uh, Indiana Pacers. I know everyone, maybe the Lakers Twitter Lakers fans will hate me for this. So they're my first team. Then Reggie Miller retired, and that's when I became because I was always a Kobe Bryant fan. Then that's when I became mm-hmm. a. Lakers fan when Reggie Miller retired. He's my favorite player uh, after Kobe, actually. So, bandwagoning the Friendster days. I became a Lakers fan when I know when, when Shaq left. So, when it was the losing season of oh, okay. Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so, cool. Okay. Yeah. Top eight. So, th- top eight. Okay, number one. Okay, so maybe this is controversial. I don't know if it's controversial. Number one will be Boston. Number two, Philadelphia. Yep. yep, Oh. Boston. (laughs) So one, Boston. Two, Philadelphia. Uh, Number three, 
Milwaukee, I think really the Bucks will fall a little bit uh, this season. I know they just resigned uh, Yanis, but I don't think that they have enough. Uh, they they have enough to be number one in Milwaukee or to even reach the finals, really. Uh, so number three Milwaukee, number four Miami, number five Toronto, uh, number six Brooklyn, and then number seven Washington. Eight I hope will be Atlanta because I really want Trey Young to make the the playoffs. Yeah, so, yeah, because it is so fun to watch. So I just hope that he gets a little bit more credibility when, if he makes the playoffs. So number eight, Atlanta. So two more. The pa- two more. Uh, the playing teams. Pacers, oh. Yeah, Pacers and Orlando. Oh, Orlando, yeah. Yeah. Mark revival season. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, who's so, who's their in- injured player again? Uh, Orlando. Mobamba? <laughs> Isaac. No. Oh, Jonathan Isaac. Isaac. Jonathan Isaac, Isaac. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, how about you, Kenan? Orlando number one seed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Vucevic fan account. <laughs> no, um, I'm going with a safe answer here. I'm, I'm, I'm putting Milwaukee number one. Um, Giannis is probably invigorated after after that uh, max extension and, and an early playoff exit from last year. So. I'm putting Milwaukee number one, a safe answer. Uh, Sixers number two. Number three, I have Boston. Number four, Miami. Number five, Brooklyn. Six. Let's go Hawks. Uh, wow. I like. I wow. really like Trey Young. Playoff Rondo. You guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get mentioning Playoff Rondo. Um, number seven. Um, who did I miss? Yeah, Pacers. Uh, Toronto. I think you've missed Toronto. You not mention Toronto. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, seven would be Toronto, then eight Pacers. No, my play-in teams would be Wizards for Thomas Bryant's sake and <laughs> Charlotte for Lamelo Ball. Wow. Okay. So I got number one. I have to agree with Mix that I think Philadelphia with James Harden <laughs> will be the number one seed in the East. Um, Doc Rivers' um, regular season teams are really good, but they get the event where they get knocked out in and the playoffs they, <laughs> and blow 3-1 yeah, leads. So, uh, it's okay <laughs> to put, I think it's okay to put the, the Sixers number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, I think the Miami Heat will be number two. You guys are Ooh. sleeping on these guys. I think they're really good, um, especially with... Bama Debayo still um, with the new contract and the continuity of this team, Tyler Hero. Those guys will be really good right away. So I think they'll be n- number two. Number three, I was flip-flopping, but okay. Boston, number three. They're still well coached. Jason Tatum allegedly grew 6'10". <laughs> I don't know if that, that was he a joke. He's still 19 though. Yeah, I don't know if that was a joke. He's still 19. He's- <laughs> Still 19 and he grew 2 inches. <laughs> Number 4, I'm going Brooklyn. Mm, okay. I think Kevin Durant is still a top 5, 6, 7 player. Looks really good. Still yeah, good. Sure. Look, he looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's a preseason, but I think if there's a game, his game can still be good. Especially since he doesn't rely too much on um, athleticism or he's, he's a 
he can just yeah. shoot over everyone, right? He can play like Dirk, who uh, mm-hmm. and just shoot the lights out. Uh, of course, Kyrie will be. Uh, I think this is something they about Kyrie. They have been fun in the playoffs, admittedly. Kyrie also, preseason, I mean. Also, in the first season in Kyrie's um, what do you call this new team, he's he was actually good. I think the first season in Boston, he was really good. He, he just got injured no no yeah. playoffs, right? So Brooklyn at number five Bucks. I think the Bucks are really not well coached. Uh, Miami, I think Miami exposed the blueprint on how to beat them. So I think they'll be number five, and I think Brook Lopez will regress. Uh, he will be no longer number six. I got the Raptors. I think they're they're still good, uh, mm-hmm. and the best center in the NBA, Aaron Baines, is playing there. <laughs> you should follow that account, um, Baines Fan Club. <laughs> I'm gonna say that your your favorite Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Um, number seven. I have. I'm a bit high on the Pacers because I think Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon are really good. Also, yeah, I'm a big. Sabonis fan too. Also, first team, um, all bubble, um, TJ Warren. <laughs> I think no, I forgot about him. Uh, and Miles Turner is still there, so I think they're still yeah. a good playoff team. Uh, number eight, Atlanta, because, well, Trey Young is fun to watch, Trey Young. Um, I think John Collins is also good. I think they have too many players right now, <laughs> right? Like Gallo, Bogdanovich. Uh, Rondo. Rondo. They also have, uh, yeah, Capella. They also have Capella. Yeah. They also have the Hunter. Their lottery picks. Um, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, good, good young young players. Hunter, Werther, and Cam Reddish. Yeah, Cam Reddish. They're so their playing time will and roles will be diminished because they uh. I think Bogdanovich signed a four-year, $72 million contract. Um, Gallinari is earning $23 million, I think. Uh, also, I don't know how they can fit that uh, all those players. So, I think I'm moving them number 10. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number number 8, I think, uh, is the Wizards. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook, for all his uh, faults, well, he helped us beat the Rockets last season. <laughs> uh, um, he's still a really good player, I think. Still top 20 in my book. Um, Bradley and Beal. don't forget the, the other young Lakers score. Yeah, Isaac Bonga. Isaac Bonga. Isaac Bonga. Mo Wagner. Wagner. Thomas Bryan. Yeah. The big three young core. Yeah, so they will be. I think they will be number eight, and with Hachimura San, uh, he will improve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number who am, who am I missing? Number nine. Okay, I'm going Magic. I'm sorry, Lamelo. Uh, <laughs> Gordon Hayward is already injured. Uh, yeah. he broke his metacarpal something. Uh, so. I think that's not a good, not a good sign for the team. Well, maybe he can get luck. They can get luck in the lottery and draft Cunningham or something. Jalen Green. Let's go to our hot takes for the East. Um, Mix, what's your hot take for the Eastern Conference? I think the Nets lose in the first round. Oh, okay. Mm. So in your top eight, in your top ten, what's uh, um, what's Brooklyn? 
Brooklyn is five and Miami is four. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, I think that's a very have been off the court for so long and I think they're 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 more their chemistry is more off court than on court for now. Yeah. With Kyrie asking for more Plus with all the <laughs> media drama and everything. And also maybe the James Harden thread uh trade possibility. Yeah. Hangs over which them. I think uh which I think Sean Marks is really very afraid of pulling the trigger. And because yeah. of the K- KG and Paul Pierce ah, yeah. era, <laughs> yeah. I think he's traumatized by that and we won't pull the trigger for probably even just Levert, Dinwiddie, and Jared Allen. So how about you, Andrea? You said you had Ooh. this... Is yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, it's exactly, not the same. It's the exact opposite of what Meg said. I actually think Brooklyn will reach uh, conference finals. Uh, the Eastern oh. Conference Finals. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a hot take, no, sabi nyo eh. No, <laughs> no but I think it's KD. I think KD is still one of the top players. I think, I know ESPN put him in 6 or 7, if I'm yeah, not six. mistaken. Yeah, 6. Yeah, but I think he's still top five easily he could easily be back in the top five uh and Kyrie is uh, he's actually good when he's not injured so and if he's not having his mm-hmm. drama his meltdown <laughs> so i think um brooklyn will reach uh the eastern conference finals i think miami will not make it this time because i feel like one of the things that helped miami before uh i mean last season was really the bubble and yeah i think that's that's not gonna happen it's difficult for them to repeat that. And the why I'm saying this is that I remember also in the finals when Jimmy Butler had this legendary performance in the finals of game game five, right? When he went, that was game five, when he went toe-to-toe with LeBron James. And I knew that we will win in game six because I know he could not, he could not do that kind of performance again. So I just don't think that Jimmy Butler is cons- can be consistent enough for them to to repeat. Okay. Uh, so so I still think that it would be Brooklyn in the finals, maybe with Will- with Milwaukee, and then I still actually think that Brooklyn will be the the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Eastern Conference champion. Real quick, uh, mix who's going to come out of the East? East, I think. I think Milwaukee finally gets over the hump. Like I think that's the next step in Giannis's progression. With yeah. the and he he has Drew Holiday now, so he doesn't have to guard the opposing team's best player. But yeah, I think yeah. Um, talking about Doc Doc Rivers, like I I had them get, getting the first seed, but I don't have them coming out of the East. Because of, uh, they'll probably have another three-one lead, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think Milwaukee gets over the hump, but still not enough to beat the Lakers. Oh, how about you, Kenan? Who will get out of these? Uh, hmm. I want to say Boston. Oh. Okay. Just, just, <laughs> just for the matchup purposes. I yeah. mean, two two teams with the most. It's basically the tiebreaker for the most uh, championship. In history, I, I really don't know who, who I'm going to pick um, to come out of the East. So 
I'll go with Boston also. Uh, just so that we can sweep them and overtake <laughs> and overtake them for the 18th NBA title, right? Yeah, yeah. How how sweet that, would that be? Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, yes, Bill Simmons will be we will, we will be having our 18th NBA title next season, whatever you say. <laughs> uh, mix. Um, before you go, um, predictions for uh, MVP, uh, rookie of the. Uh, let's start with that. Uh, rookie of the year. Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I I think I'll go with Ball Ball because just because he. Ball Ball. That, I don't know. I don't Rookie know who asked year? about. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's eligible. He Apparently, played, right? he eligible. hasn't played last year, right? He never played ah, except because in, the, bubble, in the bubble. The bubble doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So I I thought when I saw that graphic somewhere on Instagram, I thought it was a joke. And then I researched, and apparently he's eligible to be rookie of the year. So, with with Jeremy Grant out, and um, him and Michael Porter are gonna have a lot of load on them for Denver. So I pick Bobo. Oh, that's cool. So you really don't have uh, confidence in this rookie class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for coach of the year. Coach of the year, I'll go Monty Williams. I think he, Ooh, his his chemistry his chemistry with CP will will get them to the playoffs and maybe do an OKC for this year. Yeah, I I love how your um, picks are not Lakers because I'm pretty sure these other two will be all ah, the Lakers. I think Kenan will still say Dylan Horton Tucker for Rookie of the Year. Huh? <laughs> How about okay, most, most improved player? I think this is the toughest one. Most improved player of the year. Goose. Ah, oh. Okay, I think it will be unanimous with that. Um, defensive player of the year. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I think go ahead. Goose is um, gonna follow the bi mold, like go most improved, and then he really wants that extension. So we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, Andrea and Kenan. Rookie of the Year? Oh, mine is Lamello. Lamello. Okay. I, I knew it. Um, coach of the Year? <laughs> Vogel. <laughs> Vogel. Yeah, me too, Vogel. Um, my Rookie of the Year is uh, um, Toppin for some weird reason. Um, okay. Young Omar. So we all said most, we all said most important player is um, Kuz. Um, Kuzma. Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, mix. AD. Uh, yeah, AD. Yeah, I was I was going to be mad if, if you guys didn't say AD. Um, so MVP. I have Luca. AD also. Sorry, AD. I'm going with Luca. Uh, you, oh what? You, you you can have off Canon. It's it's gonna be Anthony Davis. <laughs> That's like Jared that they said. I'm just being consistent. <laughs> yeah, in fairness to Canon since the start of the show. <laughs> Your, your fanboy. So, so hot take player related. Um, Kenan has not given his team hot take for the East. Okay, what's I your... don't really have a. I don't really have a strong opinion of the East. I'm just gonna say Bud's getting fired early in the season. He's gonna be like that Mike Brown. He's gonna do that Mike Brown thing where he lost the first few games and then he gets fired. Okay, so uh, then they start winning. How about their takes? Hot take player. Okay, we'll start with Andrea. What's your hot take for, well, the players? 
Oh wow, I didn't prepare for this. But I am a Jamal Murray fan. So this year, uh, because he, last year he was really good in the bubble, and I think this year he would take it to another level. Same with Jamal. All in NBA first team? <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, no, not really. But uh, <laughs> he's now so maybe not that next level. But uh, I don't know how we can measure it, but I feel like, for example, Denver will make it to the conference final. I think we will still meet them in the, the Western Conference final. And it's because of uh, Jamal and Murray. So that's okay. a hot take. Jamal Murray and Jamarant will, will be very, very good this season. <laughs> it's oh, not a oh. hot take. It, they're just my favorite players. <laughs> okay, Mix, how about you? Uh, I think Goods win not only wins most improved, he also wins sixth man. Wow. wow, that's that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's a, but uh, that's of course um, assuming he does he doesn't start and Schroeder gets the starting guard position. Okay, uh, okay. My hot take is I really don't want to say Steph Curry again. Um, <laughs> I might be branded a hater. Uh, I think Giannis. Uh, is it a hot take that Giannis will not win MVP? I don't think so. I think Paul George will not make an All NBA. Is that a hot take? <laughs> no, Paul George. Another that, hot take that I have, pala, sorry, is Jimmy Butler will will not be as good this season. That's that's my. I think he cannot. He won't be able to yeah. repeat his performance next year. He's 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 not that young, so I don't think he can uh-huh. be in that level as he was last year. I think he will regress a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so so I'll I'll stick with my hot hot take. Um, Steph Curry won't make an All NBA team next season. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a spicy take. Another spicy take. Um, so last question for mix NBA Finals prediction with Finals MVP. Yeah, Lakers over Bucks. Uh, in in what? Five or, in five. Five. Okay. Five and then AD gets finals MVP. Oh, nice. nice! Uh, so with that, uh, we would like to thank you, Mix, for um, joining our podcast. Um, hope we can invite you to more podcasts soon. Uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you, thank you for hopping on. Yeah, yeah, congrats on the podcast, and yeah, hopefully, yeah. more episodes to come. Yeah, and thank you, oh, thank, thank you, thank you. And we'll definitely invite you once um, Kal Kuzma gets his first fifty-point game of his <laughs> <Yeah>. career. <laughs> okay, see you around, okay, Miss. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you. Thank All right, you. Okay. bye. Thank you. Okay, so that was mix. Um, I think we can go to um, to the magic tweets. Wait, mm. I think Kenan, have you given your hot take for the players, or is it Luca winning MVP? Is that your hot take? Oh no, uh, my player hot take would be Lonzo Ball's going to average 2010. Oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> 20 points, 10 assists. 20 points? Wow. Okay. <laughs> 20 <laughs> points, really? Come on, man. Mama inspired because Lamelo is now in. In the league as well. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna throw spicy takes out there. <laughs> okay. So, the finals, we I think we will have the Lakers winning it all again. Uh, finals MVP, I also have AD. How about you guys? AD. AD. Definitely AD. Oh, okay. Yes, so, here. 
Uh, I, I also have AD, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Finals MVP. Uh, something only a few players have done, I think, in the history. And that was why yeah. LeBron James was mad that Mark Gasol has his uh, <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year this cabinet. Okay, so let's go to our... Well, I don't know if this is really our favorite segment, but <laughs> my Magic Tweets. So, Kenan, do the honors. Yes. <clears throat> um, we have two here. Um, the first was uh, after the Lakers win over the Clippers. Magic said, uh, the Lakers found another gem in Dylan Horton Tucker. He led with 33 points and 10 rebounds in their 131-106 over the Clippers exhibition. We forgot to say win <laughs> and then um his That's second true. he missed his second, that yeah yeah i think he his ran out of characters <laughs> oh magic uh, his second tweet said uh hashtag tbt the greatest there's a picture of him and uh coach pat riley in in, in the tweet he said hashtag tbt the greatest coach that ever lived and one of my best friends he was probably telling me for the next five minutes, I need a quote, buck attack, unquote, slash fast break, lol. Can you imagine Classic magic. magic saying lol? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, so let's move on to another segment that is inspired by one of the great uh, tweets by Magic Johnson. Um, fun facts. So basically, I'll be asking you um, some questions about the Lakers and if you guess it and it's just going to be a fun fact <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many Lakers were um, who were how many Lakers were number one picks I mean the Lakers drafted them number one overall in, in the NBA draft bonus points if you can name them number one yeah picks? number one overall I, I overall so Magic uh, and James Worthy I've got yeah. two yeah, because we go for three. Because um, I remember I, we missed out on Carl Anthony Towns and well Ben Simmons yeah. <laughs> on the past go with years. I'm sure someone uh, before Magic was drafted yeah, pre- number uh, one by the league. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the draft pre Magic. Yeah, uh, address right is three. <laughs> oh, okay. LJ, wow. L- Who's the LJ Baylor? Oh, was he someone before, I, before Magic? I didn't know he was number one. So the 1960s, what was it? 60s? 1958. Uh, 60s. Late. Ah, okay. Elgin Baylor is one of the Lakers uh, Hall of Fame. All of these players are Hall of Famers. They, their jerseys are up there uh, yeah. in the rafters of Staples. Which, uh, speaking of Agent Elgin Baylor, to, uh, just uh, for your second fun fact, um, did you guys know that our, what do you call that, city jerseys? What do you call a player yeah. jerseys? Ah, the blue ones. The, the yeah, blue are inspired by Elgin Baylor, one of the great yeah, forwards. Yeah, I've read some tweets about it. Yeah. And um, the, the video, the video is really nice. They, 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 they published the video promoting it. And Elgin Baylor was telling the story of, about the city. That's nice. Um, even though Elgin Baylor and Jerry West all lost all those NBA Finals, I think they lost seven times in one decade to the Celtics. Um, they were a great dynamic duo and far better than Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, <laughs> who um, who blew a three-one lead to the Denver Nuggets. Let's let's not forget about that. Uh, 
So which Laker coach coach won the most titles within uh with the Lakers? I think it's a good way. Pat Riley. How about you, Kenneth? Yeah, going with Pat Riley. You're both wrong. I'm going with four. You're both wrong. It's Phil Jackson. Really? Phil? Phil Jackson. Come on, guys. Phil won five. Right. Kobe, Kobe won five. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at math. <laughs> Actually, he's tied with John Kundla. You know who John Kundla is? He's the coach yeah, of the Minneapolis Lakers. He sounds familiar to me, but can't really recall. Yeah, he's the coach of the Minneapolis Lakers, so we have to count them because we're the seven yeah. time, seventeen time <laughs> champions. We have to count the five <laughs> championships from the uh, what do you call this the Minneapolis days. Let's yeah, go to the definitely. questions from okay. our Instagram and Facebook pages. Number one from Andrew Fernandez. Basically, he's asking about LeBron's load management in, in relation to LeBron wanting to beat all-time records. Well, I think this is about uh, oh, okay. yeah, I get catching Kareem uh, in the all-time scoring list. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't know where I read this, but he said LeBron will not um, load manage. Uh, well, we all know he won't load manage like a white. Right. But but if you saw him play uh the the past games for for the preseason, he actually doesn't look like he needs to be <laughs> to be load managed. That's my that's how I see it. He looks like he is. I don't know. I know he he didn't play that many minutes, uh, in the games. But he looked like he's he's still LeBron James. That's that's what mm -hmm. I. See. Yeah. Um. Also. He load manages by taking play plays off, right? I mean, he has mastered yeah. this, and also I think I, I heard this on first take. Um, they they will load manage like what the lo the Warriors did um in two thousand seventeen, blowing out teams by the third quarter. So <laughs> LeBron yeah. and AD yeah. will have to sit in the fourth quarter. So I think I feel like that's much more ideal. Yeah, because we don't want uh what happened to the Flippers uh. Last season, when it was time for Kawhi and PG to play more than thirty-two minutes, <laughs> and they were hopping and popping um, <laughs> in the bubble during when Jamal Murray was destroying them, while LeBron and AD could play forty minutes if they wanted to, right? So yeah. we don't want that situation to happen to our team. Next question is from I'm sorry, whoever <laughs> asked this question, I again lost your. Username and because I didn't screenshot it, I just copy pasted the question. Uh, <laughs> who are the potential veteran buyout guys? Uh, with the roster pr probably expanding to more than fifteen because of the COVID nineteen. James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> don't, don't do the rockets like that. They're down in the doldrums. Uh, how about you, uh, Andrea? Potential buyout guys. Oh wow! I actually, I, I I have no idea actually who who are available for your buyout. I don't know. I I didn't really look into this. Uh, wow! I I actually have no idea. JR Smith. Look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really the, the buyout market really depends on who's like hanging between those seven to tenth seed, right? Yeah. Pau Gasol? No, I'm just. Kidding. Oh, guess what? I have an I have an answer that I think you guys would uh, agree. Who? 
Trevor Ariza. Okay. Ah. For a 50 guy. Hey, he, he got traded four times, right? Where is he now again? Uh, this time, or no, I don't know actually. I, I lost track. I think he got traded time? so much, I lost track. Uh, if I have to guess, it's Hornets. I don't know. <laughs> Let's <laughs> search that. Let, Google think, says okay, Pistons or Thunder. Oh, no, okay, Oh, so I'm not what? confused. Is it... <laughs> I think it's like oh, he says, Andrew. okay. O Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, OKC. Okay, yeah, okay, OKC. Okay, oh. oh, wow. <laughs> so he's. I'm telling you guys, he's again, definitely getting bought out. So yeah. maybe for his last year in the NBA, he can win a title with the Lakers, where he won his only NBA title. Actually, the top stories, if you Google Trevor Reza, are, are, are Lakers rumors signing Trevor <laughs> Reza if he gets bought out. <laughs> That's funny. Um, how about JaVale? He might get bought out. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he can play with us because we, we're, we're the one, we're the last ah. team that traded him. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. There, I'm there, sorry. There's, there's a CBA rule. There's a CBA yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Prevents him. Yeah, you're but, but one thing, sorry, just one thing I I noticed when I was watching the preseason games with Mark Gasol, we're still such a big team. You when when you watch it, it doesn't it's a feel like wall. yeah, it doesn't feel like we lost Java Javale or uh or Dwight Howard because we're just so big. <laughs> mm -hmm. That that's, yeah, my, that's my, I don't know. It's my Magic Johnson obvious. Observation. <laughs> we're, we're just fun fact. Yeah, Marcus all just makes us so big. He's like a yeah, he's a wall. <laughs> yeah, and to, did you guys see? I think this will be a thing on Twitter. Um, Marcus all passes um, full court. Um, yeah. Out passes. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite play. Cutting. Uh, yeah. With so much, we have so much great cutters. Even LeBron and AD. Will be because the recipient was, of those passes. There was a watching that in slow motion was so cool. <laughs> now there was a time that we had on the floor, LeBron, AD, Marcus, all Kuzma, and then Schroeder. And Schroeder was just so small compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, we were just so big. Kuz is like a six eight six nine shooting guard. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so last question. Uh, this is funny. I'm sorry, I forgot who said this. <laughs> who gets COVID probably from partying, enjoying the LA scene? Oh, boy. <laughs> Does it have to be with the Lakers? Is it still James sure. Harden? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's James Harden. <laughs> yeah, it's unanimous. It's James, James Harden. Because J.R. Smith is no longer with the team, so... Uh, he, yeah, that was if J.R. Smith was on a team, he'd be my uh, first runner-up. Yeah. Um, also, kudos to the Lakers. Um, those two guys that had COVID uh, during the off uh, well, not off season, during the season break, it never leaked, right? Yeah, that's pretty how much all uh, pretty much every news from the Lakers doesn't leak. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I was saying the other time. I think in a previous episode, I yeah, don't yeah. believe the rumors anymore because every time there is a signing, you really. Never hear about it before, except for maybe Mark Gasol. Yeah, it, like the Harrell signing, the Schroeder, Schroeder trade came out mm. of nowhere. Uh, it's so random. So we finish our preseason versus the Phoenix Suns. Um, still no idea if LeBron or AD will be playing. They probably will. 
for one half. Yeah, probably just the first half again. Oh, and then we'll we will open the season against the Flippers. Hopefully we Ooh. take away their opening day championship. They get to see us race and uh, receive rings. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Horton Tucker can um, flex his championship ring to Paul George. <laughs> so, okay, with that, we'll end this very fr- fr- fruitful uh, season preview. Um, we- we all hope that all our predictions will come through, especially the Lakers-related ones, because I don't want to be and accused. even the negative Clipper ones. Ah, yeah, it's, of course, of course that one. But as for Steph Curry, I love Steph Curry. <laughs> I just it's for I'm just being a skip Bayless right now. Uh, say say because it's uh, saying hot takes. Uh, so hopefully we can record uh, before Christmas um, because. Yeah. Especially, especially if we beat the Clipper, the Flippers, uh, which we expect to happen. We have lots of to talk about definitely after yeah. that game. So, again, great episode, guys. Stay safe and yeah. advice, Merry Christmas. Thank you to Mix. Thank and thank, oh uh, yeah. Thank you again, yeah. Thanks to Mix for guesting and stay safe, um, Lakers Station PH, and see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast please consider following us on our social media. We are at LakersNation underscore PH on both Twitter and Instagram and LakersNation Philippines on Facebook.